0: This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more. Welcome to the podcast Secrets of the North, about true crime and mysteries in Northern Canada. We are recording on the traditional and unceded territory of the Deneza peoples. I'm your host, Janelle Lapraszynski.
1: And I'm your co-host, Greg Armstrong. This episode may contain mature content. Viewer discretion is advised.
0: greg hello how's it going so good you look so uh you look so different today yeah
1: i am unfortunately not emily uh so there may be 90 percent less butt jokes in this straight off the straight off the bat uh big difference no butt jokes i'll try
0: i'll try to keep it up for in
1: in her memory yeah
0: yeah so anything going on what do you what do you like
1: well, uh, let's start off with, right off the bat, uh, yeah, Emily's not here, mm-hmm. uh, we fortunately weren't able to record before she left for a trip, but she's on a trip, so uh, we love you, Emily, we'll see you soon, and she'll be in the next episode. But yeah, uh, my name is Greg, I am actually one of the producers, I guess is what you'd call it, of Secrets of the North, uh, basically, Emily, and you record the episodes, then you send the file to me, and then I edit it, and get it out to all the lovely listeners out there, that's kind Thank of my, my, gob, my job.
0: Right, this is our, our little producer. Yeah, I love it. so yeah. nice to have you on.
1: No, thanks. I appreciate it. I mean, yeah, like I said, I've uh, I've listened to every single episode of of the More, so it's been a, it's been a good time. It's been a it's been an interesting trip. Uh, I will preface this by saying I'm a little coward, baby. Uh, I'm not good with scary things. Uh, my sister hated me when we were kids cause I got ba- goosebumps banned in the house cause I was oh, so scared no. of it. Yeah, I
0: would have hated you too. A
1: hundred percent, right? Like, I don't know why I'm on this podcast. We'll see how it goes.
0: That's so funny. Well.
1: <laughs> with the queen of spooky herself, you know? okay.
0: So... You know what? You'll be saved this week. I'm not doing a spooky corner. Oh, okay. I will be doing a crime corner just a little different than we normally do. It'll be in BC, yeah. but, um, I thought since it's a couple of days after Valentine's day, We do one that's kind of about uh, a little love triangle.
1: Ooh, interesting. A little
0: bit. But uh, I first just want to dive into our Missing Persons corner. Um, And we're just unfortunately still talking about the same main three people within our community right now. Um, So to just give a little recap, we are talking about um, Renee who was last seen on December 2nd, 2013, leaving Lone Star Nightclub in Dawson Creek. Um, super out of character for her to just be out of contact this long. Renee is described as an indigenous woman aged 41. Um, she just turned 41 in the time that she has been missing so it's really unusual for her to have done this. She's 5'10 and weighs 120 pounds. Um, her cousin Darylin is also missing, um, Darylin Supernaught, who is also an Indigenous woman. She was last seen March 15th, 2023 in Dawson Creek. She is 29 and weighs 119 pounds, approximately 5'4". Um, and then our most current one, um, Cole Hosack, was, uh, has been missing since December 31st at 1.30 AM. He was also outside of the Lone Star in Dawson Creek. Um, he was wearing all black and only had his phone on him, both Cole and Renee, like I said. Missing from the same space, which is really hard. Um, I do know that there's actually a search happening for Cole um in March that Emily and oh, I will okay. both be attending. Um and we're just gonna just keep trying to do what we can to support the family since they aren't physically up here. They're yep. in Prince George. So it's so much harder mm-hmm. to be like have giving them any kind of support that we can while being up here and while there so far.
1: Uh, Renee also goes by Renee Didier, D-I-D-I-E-R. Uh, and of course, you can find a lot of updates on EnergeticCity.ca. We have made sure to cover those stores as much as we possibly can. So if you're looking for more information, make sure to go to EnergeticCity.ca and search their names.
0: Amazing, yeah. And if you have any other su- um, support tips, you can just submit those to Crime Stoppers over the phone or online at 1-800-222-4877 or one 1-800- 800 two 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 tips
1: okay uh janelle you said that we now have a uh, interesting valentine's day true crime story for me yeah
0: it's not a hundred percent like on the valentine's day line but it does involve some love and some twists and turns so i thought that it'd be a really fun little story to tell Fortunately, not fun of course because it's never fun that somebody has been murdered mm-hmm. but um it's definitely an interesting tale and it is from vancouver so it's oh, okay. very fresh um to our area it did happen a little while ago um 1960s is kind of the era that we're diving into today so we're going in a time machine we're gonna remind ourselves a little what, bit. What
1: else it. happened in the '60s? You had the Beatles.
0: We, ha- oh yeah, we had. They were coming into like their like Peppers era. So like oh. the Acid Beatles was coming oh, in geez. the '60s. <laughs> um, what else was happening? What was happening in Canada in the '60s? Uh, uh, not me.
1: No, we're bad at history. Apparently, yeah, uh, w- <laughs> we weren't we- born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the downside. It's one of those things. I would have, I would have thought to look this up beforehand and make it right. make myself sound smart in my first episode. yeah. But you know, uh, you know, you had mod dresses was a big thing. Sure, yeah, yeah, you um, had
0: like very much so. I think we were just coming into that era of like free love and mm-hmm. it was kind of like moving to more out of like that 50s housewife. Mm-hmm. And people were really wanting to like be more free and like more fun. Um, One thing that people were doing, though, was they were radio hosts. Oh, yeah. And that is what our uh, main character today is- was. His name was Renee. Um, and he was a radio host for CKNW in Vancouver and they called him the Dizzy Dialer. He was a Dizzy? prank phone call. He was like He had a little segment with one of the morning show hosts and they would do like pranks and stuff. He was definitely a little bit of like a jokester, kind of a fun guy, super charismatic. Everyone who came around him enjoyed his company like fun dude to be around. Um, His full name is Renee Castellani, I believe. His wife's name is Esther. They'd been together for quite some time and they had an 11-year-old daughter named Janine. They were just a really beautiful true romance. Um, They also had this really nice little tradition that Renee would bring Esther a milkshake every day from White Spot. Oh, nice. Like I don't know if you've ever had a White Spot milkshake, but they are very good.
1: I've never had the milkshake. The thing that always sticks out in my mind when I think White Spot was the kid's meal pirate ship. Oh, yeah. With the gold yeah, coin. With the gold coin and macaroni. You Hell, had a good yeah. time. Yeah.
0: I love that. I'm hoping with the Triple O's that we're getting here in town, it will have the White Spot milkshakes. Hopefully. Because Triple O's is like fast food white spot because it's the same burgers and stuff. Oh, so, is
1: it really? Yeah. So okay. I'm hoping
0: they have their milkshakes. But this was something really sweet that Renee did for his wife. He brought her a milkshake every day um, and it was just their little cute rendezvous, something that they did to connect every day. One thing that got really kind of out of hand really quickly was Esther's um, health. Mm. really changed very quick unfortunately she got really ill um they weren't really sure like what exactly it was they doctors were doing so many tests thinking maybe it was like an autoimmune disorder or like
1: oh yeah cancer
0: or something because it was so quickly onset. she was in the hospital um and it took i think only about like four to six months between her becoming ill to her passing away like it was wow. very sudden um and even the whole time during her stint at the hospital, Renee visited her every day, brought mm. her her vanilla milkshake. Like just, they were just the epitome of true love in everybody else's eyes. Esther did unfortunately end up passing away due to this unknown illness, and you would expect, you know, Renee to be devastated, heartbroken. He's just lost the love of his life, the mother of his child. Um, so he does something that's like pretty normal he decides to go and take his daughter and him on a trip okay after you don't know, get their mind off of everything that's just happened the day after his wife passed away he takes his daughter to Disneyland he also takes a woman named Lolly who was the receptionist at the radio station that he worked oh. at and her son Don
1: okay interesting
0: um, two days later they apply for a marriage license Wow
1: that's a turnaround
0: yeah real fast and um it comes to public knowledge that lolly and renee have actually been in trouble at hr in the radio station for having an affair oh no and they had been having an affair for months
1: oh my gosh i was gonna chalk it up to maybe you go to disneyland you see mickey and minnie or like Mm -hmm. you know what love still exists but no it sounds like it's a little bit darker than that
0: they'd been having an affair for about four to six months
1: oh wait while she was sick
0: the time she started
1: to become sick Oh, no. <laughs> so
0: the the doctor that um, was in care of Esther was really like, something feels off mm-hmm. about this. And then it's a small town. Mm-hmm. I mean, Vancouver isn't a small town, but it is. It has that small town mentality. I'm sure, especially back in the 60s, oh, yeah. everyone's in everyone's business if they want to be. Yep. Especially the husband of a woman you just cared for for well, the last half Not of even the that.
1: Year. Uh, a fairly famous person too, right? Yes. Like, like at least you're on locally. the radio. You're, yeah, yeah. You're a
0: local radio. Mm-hmm. Like personnel people know who the dizzy dialer was yeah. i'm sure like it just was something he people knew who he was
1: and then if you're if your wife is in the hospital for a while you get to know the doctor a lot. Exactly. The doctor's watching like you bring your milkshake every day. You see her every day. Oh man, this famous guy is such a nice loving husband. And then you f- hear, you know, you're grabbing coffee the next day and you hear that he's already marrying somebody else. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Something's whoa. not right. Something's right here. Yeah. yeah. The doctor senses are tingling.
0: <laughs> exactly. His spidey senses were yeah. going off and he started reviewing kind of the tests that he had done for Esther and that none of them were really pinpointing what he wanted. So he ended up taking it one step further, and he got a court mandate to have her body exhumed oh so they dug her body back up yeah and they tested it and her body had 1500 times the amount of arsenic that it should have arsenic had she had been poisoned by arsenic what? in small doses over the span of four to six months in her milkshake in the
1: milkshake no yeah renee. anything but that
0: right yeah so renee had been poisoning her wow. it was very quick wrap up of Catching him and figuring out that it was He still had the box of arsenic Under the like sink in the kitchen Because wow. I guess in the 50s There was a legal um, fertilizer That oh, had okay. high amounts of arsenic So it was just a box of fertilizer mm-hmm. That had only been opened and used Sparingly to put into Yes, there's milkshakes.
1: Wow! You know what's funny is I was gonna make the joke and I was like, no, somebody died. I shouldn't make the joke. But I was gonna make the joke like, oh, maybe it was all the white spot milkshakes. Maybe that was adding up to it. And apparently, it, it was. literally was the milkshake. <laughs> it just wasn't... this poor woman yeah. just
0: thinking her, her loving husband yeah. is giving her this milkshake because she's so sick and yeah. it's just the one thing that's gonna make her wow. feel any kind of better because arsenic is tasteless yeah. and smell. It has no smell, no taste, like nothing. Yeah. The only way you know is you're sick. Like wow. that is it. So super crazy he like i said gets caught he um was sentenced to death which like wow in canada is, in the 60s yeah, i guess it was this, hardcore. this was yeah so he was sentenced to death which i thought the same thing i was like man in canada yeah. in 1968 that's crazy recent yeah um yeah the death penalty was pretty much like subdued within canada within like a year after this oh, two <laughs> weeks before he was due to hang It was abolished. Wow. So he did not die on death row. That's crazy. He was then set to prison for life. Yeah. And then he was just such a model inmate that they gave him day parole. Mm. So he would go and he got another job at the radio station. The same one? I think it was the same one. I, I may be... Actually, I may be incorrect, but I think... It was the same one because yeah. they just, you know, loved that dizzy dialer. <laughs> you know, they he, needed him back. Yeah. He Who else have, could prank call? He may have killed his wife, but man,
1: those those audio listens, you know, you got to love That's what him. you need. That's yeah. what you
0: need. Um, So he would go and work during the day and then he'd go back to prison at night. What? Yeah. They like let him out on day parole. That's wild. Because Canada's court system loves a rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. That's like the purpose of the, our court system, yeah. which in general makes sense. But when you're a sociopath yeah. who's like... I want to be with this person, so I better kill my wife yeah. so that I can be with this secretary. Who, Lolly, at the end of the day, she did know what mm-hmm. was going on, but she was a widow. So she didn't have like a husband that she was also cheating on or anything. Oh. But she did know that um, they were involved or married, unfortunately. So.
1: But, that, but sorry, she didn't know that he was poisoning her? Or he didn't know that, that she was married? She
0: claims that he, she knew that they were married. She okay. claims she didn't know that they were being poisoned yeah. i feel like she may have known but she like yeah. never said that she did
1: especially if they had in the entire affair the entire time that she was sick yeah. no i guess the timeline is they would have started the affair before she got started getting sick mm-hmm. They're doing the affair and then she starts getting sick like halfway through because he's like "Ah, oh, i can't divorce her so i start better start poisoning yeah her. wow that's wild so
0: he goes to jail which is super sad and janine the 11 old Mm -hmm. 11 year old daughter she has to then live with lolly
1: really because
0: they did end up getting married oh no so she lives with lolly miller and her stepbrother until she's like a teenager yeah and then lolly finds someone else and is Mm. like i don't want this kid so she just like dips her on an aunt like this poor, like Janine has been through it. She's lost yeah. her mother. Her father is in jail. She's just being tossed around to family members. Like yeah. really unfortunate. Wow. That's, yeah. That's how it happened for her. Yeah.
1: That's definitely one of the bigger um, uh, sad points. of A hundred percent.
0: This is where it gets a little crazier. Okay. So Renee, like I said, is a model citizen. Mm-hmm. After a full year of him doing that, like day parole, mm-hmm. he was fully paroled
1: really and released back
0: into society after only serving 12 years wow wow mm-hmm. that's yeah. quick he would then remarried he remarried mm-hmm. okay and his new wife never knew that he killed his previous wife wow
1: so i guess 12 years it would have been like early 80s like probably probably
0: like yeah probably like i want to say he got out in like 80 81 yeah um he died in 1982 okay year later. he was only out for like a moment or two um he really he literally got out enough to meet someone marry somebody and then he passed and wow. that new wife never knew what he had done mm-hmm. until he had until he had passed and then all the news had come out so who knows like how long yeah he should have said that but
1: does it does it say how he died just old age? Um,
0: I think that it, I think it was um, prostate cancer. Oh, okay. If I, if I remember reading that correctly. Yeah. His daughter, this is a, a direct quote from her. She says he should have hanged for what he did. She has a really hard time um, forgiving her father for what happened actually at the beginning of everything that happened i completely this i actually forgot about this she actually um legally i believe she like was performed perjury oh. in the courts when she was like 13 yeah. saying that her dad didn't do it like she was so adamant that her dad yeah. was innocent as a youth like 11 12 13 mm-hmm. of course because that's your dad like yeah. you don't want to believe that he, yeah you would never believe that so i could totally understand her lying under oath to protect Mm -hmm. her dad that really sucks but she's also a child at the time and now as an adult i mean she's probably in her her late 50s to 60s now Mm -hmm. i saw one article i read was in 2018 and she had mentioned and that's when she had that quote of like he should have died on death row he should never have been able to get out Mm -hmm. that 12 years was not long enough and not enough justice for what her mom went through just like a crazy little wow tale.
1: the other thing that i find very interesting about all this because it's very easy to get wrapped up in the way our current society runs with the mm. internet and like it's so mm-hmm. easy to look somebody up and like if anything major happened it's usually pretty easy to find out about them that woman in the 80s who married him had no idea yeah like that's wild like that should have been in the news mm-hmm. that should have been like all this stuff and like, it
0: probably was like locally mm-hmm. but who knows where she was yeah. from right like and if it's not like they ran it over and over no. so you miss it those two weeks yeah well, right. like,
1: like we we like we say sometimes, like we work at, I work at energeticcity.ca, which is a local news site. And, you know, I'm embroiled in it. I know every single story that comes out every single day. And it always blows my mind when somebody's like, oh, I had no idea that was a thing. It's like, this was our number one story. Everybody read it. What are you talking about? And then you still run into people uh, that have no idea what's going on. And that was that's yeah. during the internet where things yeah, get passed on so easily. Yeah, in the age of the
0: internet, for sure. It's a lot harder. And I mean, it must have been way, way harder back then in like the early 80s. Mm-hmm. There was no in-depth communication. Like no. I said, she missed it on the newscast. She wasn't she didn't gonna hear know. about it. No then... one talked about it in her circle, and no one was. So I wonder know.
1: how she felt, like he dies it probably like you know obituary or something gets in the paper again then people are like hey this guy that killed his wife died and she's like wait what, what? <laughs> i'm his wife what are you talking about exactly That's and wild. there
0: was um a pretty popular i don't know if it was a book or just like a, an article written on it and it's called murder my milkshake mm-hmm. um if anybody wants to read that it was it was pretty informa- informative um but I really also enjoyed the interview with um, Janine. So I would love to like link both of those mm-hmm. in the show notes for you guys. If you want to do some in-depth reading, if you want to see some beautiful family photos, they have a really cute hair. I wonder if I can flip this around for you, Greg. Okay. This beautiful picture of Renee and Esther and Janine and their dog Coco. Oh, the dog's so, very cute. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like sometimes you just could never imagine, right? No. And again, like you said, like she's 12, 13 when her dad, is she's told her dad killed her mom. Like what's she supposed to think? Right. And yeah. It's just, you it's just, just crazy. don't,
0: there's no way you'd want to believe that. No. I could never believe my dad could do something like that. So
1: yeah, no, it's, it's wild. I think the other interesting thing too, is like, again, now a days, uh, you know, we have all this technology, we have all this history and we're able to follow along those things. But back then, like, you know, They'd ever heard of like, or maybe they've heard of Charles Manson and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But like the timelines and all that stuff was like, nowadays, we know this stuff and we have like Netflix documentaries about Mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. And then back then it's like, what? you can kill people. What's going
0: on? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you, if you would think about like the progression of what um, profiling is with the Mm -hmm. FBI, that only started in the late 50s early 60s and into the 70s because that's when serial killers just unfortunately in the states became so prolific. Yep. You see so many of the big ones like Coed and Ted Bundy and like at that time mm-hmm. and the peak of it people needed to understand how do we catch these people and how do we create those profiles? So like I don't know if you've ever watched Mindhunter no. on Netflix. It's about the people who created profiling for serial oh, okay. killers and it's so amazing. It's so mm-hmm. informative. Um anyone who's a Mindhunter fan Understands the absolute despair that it did not get signed for one more than like one or two seasons. <laughs> yeah. I think it's only one season. I might even just be hoping it's two, but I really <laughs> think there's heart, only. There's two. <laughs> I yeah. really think there's only one. Yeah. And it was just so good and so informative of like what that looked like at that time because it mm. was just so like people can be sneaky. Oh, yep. people will be deceitful. They will lie to get out of mm. things, and like you just always want to hope the best for people.
1: Well, like you said uh, earlier about the arsenic thing, you know, again over the decades, we've learned, you know, oh, lead's bad. You know, microplastics exist now and like mm-hmm. all this stuff. But back then it's like, oh, look at this newfound invention we have called asbestos. Let's put it in everything. Yes. You know, and now we're yes. like, whoa, 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 whoa. So it's, it's fascinating again that like you could just buy arsenic and like no yeah. flag, no red flag whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Here you go, buddy. Have it a good and, day. And like
0: how many people were murdered by arsenic? and We yeah. don't know.
1: No idea, right? I yeah. think there
0: was a lot more husbands mm. who died by arsenic poison from some disappointed housewives than we know of yeah oh yeah yeah especially because when divorce so wasn't many. allowed for women yes you know, exactly it's the only way. that's another thing too actually something that i um i read when it came to renee and like lolly's Relationship. he actually kind of looked at what a divorce would look like before he decided oh. to start poisoning Esther. And it was like the hoops he had to jump mm. through at that time to get a divorce in 1968. He was like, it's easier to murder her. Wow,
1: like, that's crazy. Because you had to
0: prove like infidelity. Yep. And then upon that infidelity, you also have to had to prove it was either like incestuous or bestiality. What? Yeah, there was like some what? crazy laws. I, I wish I would have saved where I found that because if that's wrong, don't fact check me. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) But, like, some of the things I I read about, like, the hoops that he had to jump through, and that's why he was like, no, it'd be so much easier to just, unfortunately, remove her from the earth. Which, no, the easier choice is divorce. The easier choice is always divorce. The
1: easiest choice is don't kill somebody.
0: (laughs) Yeah, period. Like, you could also just leave... Yeah. and not get a divorce like, well
1: again like if you just randomly move from Vancouver to like even Edmonton yeah she wouldn't be able to find you You'd no just be gone, right? it's the so. it's
0: the late 60s exactly you could he could have literally done that I'm gonna get a pack of smokes yep. and never came back yeah and, and she'd be alive that would yeah. exactly there are always choices yeah. there are always ways that you can do it so that you're not taking the life of somebody yeah just because it's the easy way for you Yeah, and you see that so much especially when it comes to like Men and women who murder one another in relationships. Mm -hmm. Like, I think your stats of being killed by your spouse is like. Eighty times higher than any other person on Earth.
1: Yeah, and I work with my wife, so you know that's like one hundred ten. Yeah, one hundred ten. Yeah, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> the
0: next episode. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Whitney. Yeah,
0: gets Greg. Yeah, if, you
1: <laughs> if you don't hear back from me, you know, you know what happened. Whatever. But uh yeah, no, it's a really sad story.
0: Yeah, really
1: terrible for the daughter. Just, just the and of course the wife. Like it's just absolutely mm-hmm. terrible. But thank you so much for having me. Thank you so yeah. much for sharing that story with me. I guess Happy Valentine's Day.
0: Yeah, Happy late late Valentine's <laughs> yeah. Day. I mean, by now we're getting probably closer to Saint. Patties when yeah. this comes out <laughs> <Yeah>. i bet <laughs> yeah but
1: uh definitely you know true love does exist we promise you yes, know just uh, just stay away from milkshakes maybe yep. no
0: milkshakes <laughs> but when triple o's comes into town yeah we'll, you'll we'll... see me th- you'll still be there
1: again that again if you hear janelle in our next episode it was a triple o <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly but yeah so this is our uh quick bonus episode while emily is gone uh again her and janelle will take it over from next uh next round do we have any tidbits for what potentially is coming out next couple of weeks
0: we are hoping to get some more things from local people especially for me in my spooky corner Mm -hmm. I want to hear some local stories I have a couple leads with some stories in Charlie Lake I'm really excited to share with you guys Um, but I would love to hear some more local ghost stories or local spooks if you guys Mm -hmm. have anything um, that you feel should be shared I want to hear it because I am lacking on the local stuff right now um i'm not too sure about emily i think she had a couple really cool stories that she was working on mm-hmm. um but i mean we'll just have to see where her butt takes oh, us yeah. when she's back
1: every day with emily is a different story <laughs> uh, an adventure adventure for sure so yeah where can people send you those spooky stories
0: yeah you can contact us at secrets of the north underscore podcast on instagram or we have a website that will be linked below in uh, the description notes
1: For sure. And of course, uh, we'd always love feedback. Let us know what you think of the episodes. Uh, Let us know what you think of our social media content. I'm also the one that does all the fun reels and stuff like that. So uh, uh, I'd love to know what people are liking about it. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me again, Janelle. And we'll see everybody next time.
0: Thanks, guys.